welcome to another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I am Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Crystal Lesbo. I am your amateur. And I'm your professional. And uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, if I go home and actually get this episode posted, that'll be two weeks in a row that we've released on, on time. time. So that'll be good. Uh, speaking of which, we've got an email. Um, <laughs> Where we have been called out. A little bit. So uh, there's a bunch of things in this email, but we're just going to go through and... and Read it. It's from Jay Marmot. And it's called Understanding Bodhi. It's not called. That's the subject line. <laughs> Been reading. I came from reading my kids' bedtime stories to coming here. So, yeah. Should I do voices? No. All right. <laughs> Here's the email. Okay. I misunderstood the scale. Basing. He's talking about the Bodhi scale. Uh, basing off action movies, my opinions change drastically. And he's talking about Fast and the Furious again. Uh, Two is as bad as you make it sound as action movies go. Tokyo would probably drop to like a negative one. And I looked at them as car movies and graded them as a series. Car movies are all pretty terrible if compared to the other. They gone in 60 seconds with Cage and Jolie. Great car movie, horrible suspense movie, but I love terrible movies. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to, you know, that, that if you want to create your own subgenre of car movies, that's fine. But so many car movies overlap with action movies that... To me, it, it seems like, like a snake eating its tail almost. Like all of them. Yeah, I mean, unless it's like a doc, like uh, Rush, you know, which I didn't see, but it was that like about, or even uh, Days of Thunder, which is a little bit more dramatic, like, you know, which I haven't seen Days of Thunder in years, but I loved it when I was a kid. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, anything along these lines, I mean, I guess you could say like, the Italian job is a car movie. It's definitely an action movie. Yeah. And great. Yeah. But I don't know. So, but I, I agree with you agreeing with me that, that, uh, Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious is just awful. So that makes all of us. Yeah. All right. His next, (laughs) uh, this is actually where he gets into disc golf a little bit. Uh, (laughs) and I like how this is worded. What's some good off season stuff to do to help my game? Uh, I don't throw much at all from November to February because it's so cold and wet. So come spring, I almost feel like I'm starting over as a new thrower. My form is gone. Arm is slow. Hmm. What say you, Chris? Um, I think eventually, once you kind of get established with a, a throwing style, I mean, I know you play a lot, Jay. I'm not trying to be rude. But once you kind of get established, it's like riding a bike. And eventually, you'll have the muscle memory down soon if you take a couple months off. It's still there. Yeah, but you got to come back to you'll it. Lo- you'll lose a little bit of power. Yeah. But the form itself should feel the same. So if you're losing the form, I would say put more time in during the warm season to try and instill it and keep it through the winter. As far as arm speed, uh, stay active. Use your muscles. Um, the only indoor, if you don't have like a net, which nobody really does, um, the only indoor training I do is trying to snap a towel. So if like a kitchen towel, if you hold one corner of it and make a throwing motion, if you're not rounding, that towel will snap at the end of its trajectory, I guess. Okay. Um, That's the only thing I do inside uh, and putt. I shouldn't do that more. Putting's great. Uh, You can do that in a garage in your backyard. I mean, you don't even, if you have a basket, all the better, but you can just pick a a spot and throw at it. Mm -hmm. Um, I putted a a recliner in my basement for first couple years. There you go. Just picked one of the little cushion panel things and tried to hit it from everywhere. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'm going to say, though, suck it up and go play. go play. And 
I understand. Uh, Jay Marmot lives in the Pacific Northwest, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it gets wet. Mm-hmm. It gets really, really wet. So I understand not wanting to go like put on your waders and and, and go play a full round in a, in a swamp, in a frozen tundra of a swamp. Uh, but there's got to be some high schools with football fields near you that are not being used in the winter. Mm-hmm. And they're relatively high. They're They're relatively... Well, draining because they have to be, they, they have to be. Yeah. So go do some field work. Just, just bring down 10, 20, a hundred discs, whatever, you, whatever you've got, whatever you want to bring down and just go throw. Even if you're doing it once a week, you're still going to maintain a little bit of your form and hopefully improve a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think I love playing in the winter because I'm a misanthrope and an introvert and no one's around. Very, very true. <laughs> so, and uh, trees are a lot easier to fight through when they don't have leaves on them. I found so. a whole bunch of new lines open up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I really like playing in the winter, but where we live, it's, we don't get heavy snow that stays on the ground very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of our courses, the snow will, it'll get blown over and it'll freeze. And so, you know, discs might dagger into it, but they're not going to sink and get lost. Um, it's almost easier to, as long, as long as you're not throwing white plastic, it's yeah. almost easier to find them. Yeah. Um, so no moonshine and no white, <laughs> But, yeah, don't throw ice in the winter. Yeah, no, don't throw it ever. Like it's they're they're fun. awesome looking discs, but yeah. So yeah, my my best advice is play. Yeah, um, especially when it's cold and wet, it's hard to hold discs. So you're gonna get better faster by dealing with that, and then when you have to play in adverse conditions, otherwise it'll benefit you. And I, um, if you can find like a thin pair of gloves that you're okay throwing in. Even just for field work, it's going to help something. There's, you know, a, I, there's a brand of disc. I don't know if it's disc golf ultimate or just Frisbee sports brand glove. Yeah. Like I've heard of them and I've never doesn't tried matter moisture level. They say the grip is the same. Yeah. I, I've seen people use them. They like them. I imagine receiver gloves for football would be fairly similar. I bought a cheap they pair of receiver gloves. Sticky. Like the disc wouldn't come out of your hand. Well, and they were fairly sticky. Those gloves um, are cheater. Like they're yeah. just, it's glue on a, on a hand. I picked up a pair thinking that they might work for it and they weren't, I didn't really, but I just picked up a cheap pair at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, but for me, mechanics brand gloves Ooh, just okay. worked fine for, okay. um, and I can actually throw pretty well with them, you know, not losing a whole lot because they're just kind of like a suede like I think it's faux suede, but like kind of mm-hmm. a thin uh, material, and that'll help. Um, my hands don't get super cold. If your hands get super cold, try some gloves, uh, but also just get some hand warmers. The those Zippo refillable ones are great if you don't want to keep throwing stuff away, but also those just ones that open up and the yeah. air-activated ones work great. So just keep some of those in your hands. And I mean, even if you're out throwing ten discs a week, it's you're throwing ten discs a week. Yeah, you know, and you're and you can it just gets you out throwing a little bit. And again. You can find something that's drained well. Go to a football field. Go go to the high school. Go to the you know, or if it's there's decent enough snow on the ground, but you're not going to lose discs. Throw in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to if it's going to cushion them, but just throw somewhere where it's yeah. go throw. I guess is yeah. what it is. But I totally get not wanting to go out on the course and fight through the the swamp. Yeah. So I, I'm going to quickly spin this sort of into a how I golf when it's cold outside. Um, I actually have one of those hand pouches that like quarterbacks wear oh yeah i got it i think i've seen you use it five or ten bucks it just buckles around my waist and i throw one or two hand warmers in there and then anytime i'm walking my hands are in there and i'm super cozy yeah so then the only problem i have is the moisture on discs so either commit to throwing wet or try and dry them every shot whatever you prefer just carry a few towels with you but 
warm hands and a dry sack or something it, or whale sack or yeah yeah absolutely warm hands makes it so much easier for me to play in the winter. yeah we talked about this last week too a little more tactile discs like softer plastics not softer in the sense of like bargain plastics but your g-star your fusion things that are more gummy to me I, I tend to grip better or even base plastics grip better uh your really hard plastics like your champion your star your uh what is lucid, lucid things like that yeah. just not, slip not right so out fun. of my hand if it's cold even if it, even if my hand's dry and the disc dry if it's cold uh i just <laughs> they're much harder to grip for me also they're in places that get colder than we live, they're way more prone to just cracking if they hit a tree because they yeah. stiffen up so other, much. Other winter tip, don't throw anything KC plastic in the winter. Oh. It will explode and you will be sad. Okay. Because from what I understand, everybody loves KC plastic. It's, it's in my opinion, Innova's best plastic. But don't throw it when it's cold. Yeah, they will crack. Okay. Just clean down the middle. Well, I think it's he's from Florida, so I don't think that was probably something he considered. When, I think he's from Florida. He's in Washington now, though. Oh, is he? Jay? Yeah, I don't know. No, KC. Oh, yeah, Ken. no, Ken, never a problem for Ken. Yeah. No. I was like. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, Marmot's in Washington. All right, last thing. Uh, P.S., you guys are great. I think I fixed the Jay Marmot things. Did we go to no weekly as a norm now? Seems like the last four episodes. If that doesn't make sense to you, that's okay. It doesn't make sense to me. But I think what he's trying to say is, uh, why aren't you releasing episodes more regularly? And the answer to that is, we're sorry, but we well, have vacations. That's, that's, that's and not an answer to why. It's just a response. It's free. and <laughs> We uh, had vacations and things. Yeah, and sick and whatever. So and, Yeah, life happened. Yeah, life. But uh, we really appreciate everybody listening. And we're trying... And, well, no, and we trying, I think we trying to stay regular, pretty regular, yeah. and we appreciate it. Like, I don't, I'm, I appreciate everybody. Not well. It's nice to know you're missed, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm happy to not get inundated with like, why did you miss an episode? When's it going to post? When's it going to post? <laughs> so, but it's, um, it's flattering that they notice. Oh, it's yeah, it's incredibly flattering. So, uh, I just think it's so fun that we have an audience and people that listen to the show that I've never heard of. You've never heard. Of. Well. We'd never met before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, they yeah. like this, they like disc golf and they found our show and, uh, that just blows my mind. So, um, yeah. just hope, hopefully too, we've got some other cool stuff coming from you. Um, maybe some giveaways or promotional stuff. So, uh, you know, get somebody else listening. It's a good time. Yeah. Cause we might have some cool stuff coming. We might not, but we might, but well, we might. <laughs> so I always live for the might. Um, but I've, I've got a, uh, I got a question for you, Chris. Okay. So maybe we've talked about this on a previous episode, but, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> Just punched my microphone. I, we, you and I went out playing like a week ago or so mm-hmm. and we hooked up with a buddy Alex. of yours. Yeah. Uh, what's it? Alex. Sorry. Alex. Uh, old, older guy. Excellent coach. Oh, Mike no, no, Whipple. No. Mike Whipple. Okay, yes. yes. Alex was great to play with too. I was like, Alex <laughs> don't, don't. is not old. No, no, Alex is younger person. than me. Okay, yeah, Mike. <laughs> Probably by about a decade younger than me. Um, and his dog is really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Mike, who is, you know, a lot of people say, go out and play with people that are better than you and you'll get better. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike actually knows how to coach. Mm-hmm. He, he, I don't know where he got this skill for it, but he can coach. Mm-hmm. Like he knows, he, you know, I'll say, oh, turn your hand this way, throw this and, you know put a little less stink on it and mm-hmm. things happen. You're like, Oh, okay. That's impressive. So 
uh, one, th- I don't know, he probably suggested a bunch of things to me. The thing that I remembered was throw um, more understable discs. So I completely cleared out my drivers mm. and just started packing in different stuff. And I haven't loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. Change is hard. I, well, but also I like was putting in discs that I don't throw that I'm like, oh, let me try this. Let me try this. And I just, there's a reason I don't throw them. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't go to the <laughs> store. I just went to my, my your collection. Box. Yeah. Your yeah. Box. Um, so I've learned that I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking around this a little bit, but I lost a disc the other day and it has left a gaping hole Ooh. in my quiver. Hate that. And what do you do? Like, you know, there's always that, well, make sure you're carrying three of them, you know, like the, the, yeah, the default response. Yeah. Is, we'll put in the next one. But this particular disc is a limited run. They were 25 bucks a pop. I bought mm-hmm. one. You know what disc it is. It was my Lucid X Maverick. Mm-hmm. And I have another Maverick in my bag, but it is in the fall. I might as well be throwing like a Woodlands camo disc. Like it will just <laughs> disappear and I'll never find it again. Yep. If I drop it on the, on the ground, it's gone. Yep. Uh, so... I haven't gone and bought more. I've just been out playing and boy, do I miss having that in my bag? Cause I have a couple other understable discs that I, I, I have an archangel that I mm-hmm. was messing around with for a while. And I think one or two others, Oh, mall. Yep. I didn't like them. I didn't like any of them. Yep. I really like the Maverick. So <laughs> what do you do when you, um, so, you know, I lost it on, I think it was like hole 16 or hole 15 water. But yes, yeah. it, across the river. Oh, like, right, right, right. Yeah, I, I showed Chris a picture of where it is. Like, it's it's gone. I mean, if somebody... I could go swimming for it, but no. the water's really gross. Come out with extra limbs. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but I did look at waiters online, and I was like, oh, those are pretty cheap. <laughs> but, uh, um, so what do you do, though? If you're in a... Say you're in a round, you're in a tournament situation, like, where you can't just... Even if you can go to your car, because that's always a rule if you've got time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, say you don't have one in the car. You don't have something that you can that's going to fill that spot. What do you do? Um, so specifically, tournament situation, lose a go to is kind of the vibe I'm getting. Of this or just because casually, just casual, casually, yeah. You I know. mean the the easiest answer is you buy another one. The hard part is I get it. A lot of discs are expensive. Yeah, um, I've lost several. Well, and a lot of people that play disc golf, it's like. It's a, it's a sacrifice to spend $11 on a disc. Yeah, well, and I've, I've lost plenty that are $30 or $40 yeah. discs, and it sucks. Yeah. Like, you watch it happen, and you just kind of crumble inside. Um, as far as playing without it, I usually just take whatever I have that's closest to it and make an over-emphasized adjustment. So okay. say I lose my getaway. My getaway is like my straight fairway driver. As hard as I want to throw it, it's going to go straight 400, 450 feet. My getaways don't go that far, but it basically does the same thing. Just minus, just, straight. just cut the distance in half. Okay. <laughs> so if I lose my getaway, I usually have a musket or a criminal on either mm. side. Musket flips more, criminal flips less. So if the shot is has to be straight, I'll probably err on the side of criminal and I'll flex it so that it gets straight to left no matter what because musket playing that hyzer flip um, I feel like that's a little bit more error showing mm-hmm. than a flex because overstability is more reliable than understability, in my opinion. So I would go up in stability, turn it over, 
and just try to force a straight line instead of playing the Heiser flip. I know plenty of people that would do the opposite. Yeah. But so, just find something close to it and try to adjust. Yep. yep. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you're more comfortable with in your bag, that's similar. Uh, yeah. No, it, and it that's, sucks. It's well, no, and that's, that's the answer for sure. But what I, I just need to go buy some more and I love that lucid X. I know I miss it. I'm, I think I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go see, I don't even know what all plastics they make it in, but I'm going to go pick up a couple of them. Yeah. I'm stuck on two lucid X discs right now and I want all of them, but I'm in the same place, like 20, 25 bucks. It's hard for me to go buy 10 of them. Yeah. Like that's well, and it was like, I don't know if I'm going to love this. I don't know if I'm going to notice much of a difference mm-hmm. between that and then the one that's $14, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, I'm happy to buy a, you know, a signature disc, especially if it's something that I'm going to throw. Mm-hmm. Um, but not again, not, not a gross of them so yeah. that I can throw them in the river. Yeah. I, I totally get it. Yeah. So I've been there, <sighs> but at least, at least it goes to Zach Milton. He's a really good dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good dude too. You are. We just need, <laughs> we just need your face on a disc. <laughs> Pay yourself. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> I don't know. With my six figure PDJ number and my, uh, 600 something score <laughs> or rating. No more sanctioned rounds yet. No. Oh, we got to get you. No. I, yeah, I've got to play one or two. There, there was a couple that I, it's just life's busy with family and everything else. And there was a tournament this weekend that I, I could have played in. Um, but it was a two day tournament, a big tournament, state Utah state championships. A tier. Yeah. Big, big deal. Uh, one of the bigger tournaments here. Yeah. Um, but it's an open, you can play, anybody could play. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was just more time than I could have committed, you know? So like the C tier where it's show up and shotgun start or whatever. Yeah. One round, go home. Yeah. That's, that's the thing for me. And not four rounds in two days, which is fun for 80 something holes. Yeah. Which is fun, but not no. <laughs> like that doesn't work for me and what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So I didn't get a play either. Yeah. Well, well, that's all right. That's all right. I like volleyball a lot too. So yeah, Chris has been knee deep in volleyball, knee pad deep. In volleyball season. Oh, that was clever. I'll give it to you. Took me a minute. But I got <laughs> the, there. Uh, uh, no, it was good. It was good. <laughs> But yeah, hmm. uh, I coach volleyball too, and volleyball overlapped with this golf, so I just skipped this one. So, yeah. It's all right. We had a touring player come through and just take everyone's money. Oh, and on the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure the people that didn't cash out are would are a little bit frustrated, but mm. as... But there was only one of them. Well, yeah, but also good for the tournament to get touring players to yeah. come in and win. Like, and yeah. if you can come in thinking, and win an A tier, maybe next year somebody will say, Oh, he came in and won an A tier. I can beat him. Let's, yep. let, I was thinking, let me try to go in an A tier. I was A-tier. thinking three or four guys were coming, but only one showed up ah. and he won by 20 in four rounds. Yeah. That's a lot of strokes. So not, not super suspenseful. I've been playing on the same course, uh, and it's still got the tournament layout, like the Island set up and everything. Uh-huh. And, uh, I should go check it out. Curious how he did it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know when they're taking it down. Um, but I think there's two Island holes. I don't know. How many um, extra holes were at roots? Uh, as I've been walking around, none. Okay. So, but I, I don't know if they had any for the tournament, like if they had any portable baskets in or anything. Okay. Um, all the baskets are in, I would argue their hardest positions. Okay. Um, uh, maybe 10 is not or nine, whatever one that is now or 11. 
yeah, know, with the total little, shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's still on the same side of the fence, but it's okay. far back. Okay. So, um, this is now very much inside disco, like inside yeah, local. Salt, like like local salt, knowledge. Yeah, local turn, local course knowledge. Um, but I've uh, I've been out playing a lot lately, mostly by myself, and that's okay. And I played. I went out to Creekside on Saturday because the okay. tournament was at Roots. So I went to Creekside, and it was not terribly crowded, which was good. I uh, ended up playing with a dude that I cannot remember his name now, but he was just starting about the time I was starting, and we hadn't, you know, both of us were playing alone, so I said, Perfect. hey, you want to throw with me? Perfect. And uh, I didn't keep strict score, but I'm pretty sure I won. Okay. Which is good. Was it like, competitive? Like, yeah, pretty he, close? Level-wise, we were, we were fairly matched okay. skill-wise. I mean, um, or at least our scores were close enough, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know where we were on strokes, but match play I think I I think he out of the 16 holes I think we played cuz we skipped some just yeah. cuz we were stuck behind a larger group. I think I think I took all but like four of them. Oh, okay. Nice. So or at least we or scratched on all but four. Nice. So, yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. I don't know. Not that it really matters, but it's nice to it's nice for me to not constantly be last. And was that without the Maverick? Yeah, it was without my Maverick. There you go. Yeah. You're doing fine. But that course, I don't need it as much. Although, no, it would be nice. There was actually, no, there was definitely, because I ended up saying, like, I miss this disc. (laughs) There's some times when I, because it just is understable enough for me, and I can get it far enough, and I can't, you know, it doesn't fly, it's not like my farthest flying disc, but anything else that I have that's understable just doesn't do, isn't as reliable as my Maverick for me. Yeah, oh, I feel so, you. I have yeah. I have one truth that I will cry, literally cry when I lose it. Yeah, yeah. And you throw that thing really far. Yeah, and actually I have two of them. Okay. I have do have one backup, but I, I will still cry when I lose one. Yeah, yeah. They are so good. I was... <sighs> I this, dish, this episode should be called Rip Maverick. I'm so mad. I'm, oh, I'm not mad. I'm sad. I'm, I'm, I'm even, mourning the loss of my disc. And I, even, I was there this morning... And I couldn't see it across the river, which could be that, you know, it just finally got buried under the silt or somebody grabbed it and did not let me know that they had it. Oh. So. Wasn't one of our first episodes Maverick and Goose? Yeah. And now you're missing your Maverick? Oh, yeah. Because my dad used to call me Maverick. Yep. Yeah. And now it's gone. Yeah. I feel like there's some beautiful poetry in there. I know. I need to go get some more. I wonder if they make it in Biofusion because I... I'm loving my Biofusion Truth. It's the only Biofusion disc I have. Uh, and I think I would like that. In I don't think I've seen it yet, but it very well may be. Yeah. I don't throw Bio and I don't throw Mavericks. So yeah. Maverick's <laughs> fairly new, Could've but I'm sure. That. And it's, I think it's doing pretty well. So it'll probably come yeah. out just oh, about yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. Speaking of new, I'm yes. super excited. Oh, is there new discs? No, but Emac Truths are now out in blend plastic. What? I've been asking for them for forever. Okay, what's blend? Uh, classic, just normal, soft, medium. Oh. Yeah. Not like, not just a uh, prime. No, it's the medium. So it's the durable base plastic. Nice. That's what I putt with. Yes. Really? I've been waiting for f- so long. When did those come out? Um, Mike Solt, Mr. Disc Golf, had some run for his Pocono Raceway. Okay. Tournament he runs. I don't know where Pocono is, but I know I it's a racetrack. Pocono is somewhere is... southeast part of the country. NASCAR oh, land. I know this through. Uh, anyway, I can't yeah. remember. Anyway, he runs a tournament there. And he, I think. I think Florida. Custom ran the badge for that. So I stole some of his extras. Oh, nice. By stole, I mean paid him. But I'm very excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. So are they actually pr- going to produce it? Oh, was it that whole thing they're where in, they're... They're in production. I'm guessing it's... Was pro- it that thing that Dynamic does now where it's like you've got three months of exclusive and then we'll just start yeah, making Yeah, the custom it? run? Yeah. Might be. Okay. That might be what started it. But they exist. Oh, so nice. I will I will get back to you as soon as they get uh, here. Bring some next time we play. Yes. They'll probably be here Wednesday. Oh, so you haven't even thrown them yet? No, they're in the mail. Nice. Not that I'm counting, but they're in the mail. That's fun. That's really fun. I'm like genuinely excited. Yeah. Um, that's really fun. Yeah. <sighs> well, um, let us know. I, write in. I want to know what disc you would be most sad to lose. And and if you've lost a disc, we're going to shout it out on the air. And we're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we are going to have a memorial segment. Yes. I was hoping you'd say that. Yes. For, for, for rip. And I'm not talking like, oh, I kind of like this one. And you know, in my, no, I, I want to know how long you've had it. Like what that disc means to How you. long it's been in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. It's I haven't story. had my Maverick that long, but I would throw it every single round and forty uh, percent of the holes on most rounds, I would throw that disc. Man, uh, so it's it's there's a gaping hole in my bag where that is. So I want to hear everybody else's sad stories about losing their their dear discs because we've all got them. Yes, yes, yes. If you've played this game for three weeks, you've got that story. Yeah, I think. Remember, I told my story some time ago about when I started with Prodigy, how I had those two discs that I just. That's why I started throwing all products. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost one of them, and it hurt. And now the other one, I've, I haven't thrown Prodigy in like four years. It's on a shelf. Yeah. And I haven't touched it. Every once in a while, I look at it and just smile, because I remember how good it was four years ago. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what would happen if I threw it now. Yeah. Uh, probably you wouldn't like it, honestly, because yeah, your, your game's better. I don't know. Your arm's faster. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still on the shelf. It's still perfect. Yeah. But now the, now the one for me, my answer is that beat up hybrid emac truth it was the first emac truth i got as a team member when the shipment went out um the stamp is faded you can barely tell it's just a white frisbee now yeah and it is beat to really far away from here but it's so good yeah ah yeah that's my answer so we, we, we hopefully that one never shows up on the memorial Oh, I will. I will have a vigil or candles or something <laughs> when I lose that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, write in. Let us know. Uh, Facebook dot com or yeah, Facebook dot com slash program disc golf uh, or Instagram program disc golf uh, program disc golf at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You know how to get all of us. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, just scroll down the episode description and everything will be there. Tell us its story. Yeah, we want to hear from anyone and everyone. Like you, you've all got a story. We want to hear it. Yeah. And, uh, whatever that is, like, I'm, I, you know, if it's like, there's a sweet disc on eBay and I got outbid. Okay. But what I want to hear is the, I, you know, this was, I, you know, this was my first disc that I had a long birdie with when I was playing Mm -hmm. and, um, through it and, got ran over by a semi truck like just you know like just just the 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 yeah that's the kind of stuff i want to i want to prioritize lost disc like stories or favorites that you couldn't lose but i will also extend it to cool stories about any disc okay because i have an enforcer i have paid for four times (laughs) i am over 80 dollars into this disc 
and that's because you've like people have sold it back to you when they found it, like give yeah. me money and sold I'll give it, it to you. Sold it to retailers, bought it used, bought it used, bought it from out of state twice, had people ship it back to me. Yeah. Oh wait, it's been found and then sold. Like I've lost it twice here and twice in Arizona. All four times somebody sold it to a retailer. So the two times here, people texted me. I went and paid, you know, the 10 bucks back for it. Um, and then the two in Arizona, it was like 12 plus five to ship it twice. So I am at least $80 into an enforcer that I don't even throw anymore, but I keep buying it back because of this story. Yeah. Cause I can't it keeps coming back it. to you. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's got my name in Sharpie, how I write it. And then somebody crossed through it. So I wrote my name bigger over the top of the cross out and then it got crossed out again. <laughs> So my name is just like in super bold font in the middle. It's like it's like an old library book like uh-huh. where they used to just stamp. I have a library book enforcer. <laughs> I love that. So any any fun disc stories welcomed. Oh, I have an I eighty dollar enforcer. I've got a a Maver- or a, sorry a world that I stopped throwing a glow world or moonshine whatever it is uh, because I've lost that disc. Uh, I don't know, three or four times and it mm-hmm. would always get returned to me. Oh. And like, sometimes like I didn't even know that I'd left it on the course and somebody would <laughs> call me and there's other discs that you leave and you're like, I'm sure somebody will call it. No, no one does. Yep. But, uh, I have, yeah, I have one more disc story. Um, five years ago now I was living in, uh, Huntsville, Alabama and I was playing this course. It's called Indian Creek. It's beautiful. It's still one of my favorites. And the 17th hole is like 300 feet open grass field, elevated basket, but just grass, like there's nothing there. I mm-hmm. threw I threw this brand new T bird, landed somewhere in the grass. I looked for 45 minutes, couldn't find Is it. Is it tall grass? No, like <laughs> manicured grass, and I couldn't find it. So gave up, whatever. <laughs> Last year, so four years after I lost it. Oh my gosh! I got a phone call, and somebody I was like, "Hey, what's up?" They're like, "Oh, hey, I found your T bird." I was like, "You what?" Because I mean, I've been yeah five years out of Vinova. Like, yeah. Wait, what? Super confused. He's like, yeah, I was up at this park. I was like, I've never heard of that course. Where's that? He was somewhere in Kentucky. Ah. So my disc wandered up a couple states. Four years later, I got a call. So who knows how many people threw it, how many courses, how many times have been lost. I don't know. I've got a disc. And that he was very insistent on shipping it back to me. I've got, I, I ink everything when I get it. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine that I didn't ink this disc. Um. And uh, lost it at Roots. Posted on like the Facebook group, like lost this disc. If anybody finds it, that would be great. Normally, I don't even do that, but I really like this disc. Mm-hmm. It's that Peter McBride EMAC. PMAC. The PMAC. Yes. Um, Very good. And I posted a picture of it, and then or uh, or I said, I, no, somebody said that they found it. They found a disc, and I said, is it a Moonshine EMAC? And then they sent a picture. I was like, yep, that's it. And uh, so great guy went down and got it from him. You know, drove to meet him and grab the desk. He refused any money, which was awesome. Yeah. Uh, which I always do too. Um, and, uh, the name, there was no name on it. So I think somebody had scrubbed it and then lost it again because Mm -hmm. it was lost on a hole that I didn't lose it on, which Mm -hmm. is a weird one. Yeah, that's, that's well, and I knew it was my disc because the, it's a limited disc. So there's not that many of them, but there, I'm sure there's a handful of them in Utah, Mm -hmm. but it had the same, like the, the, the stamp had the same scuffs on it. Mm-hmm. So it was my disc, mm-hmm. but I will admit when I started playing, I found stuff. If I called and they didn't answer, they didn't want it. I'd try to wipe them. 
Oh no, I do that if and somebody's give like, me a hard time about it. or if I get a used disc, I don't have any problem with that. Like yeah. it's mine now. Yeah. You know, and and if I've I've called on people discs and they're like, oh yeah, I don't. You know, I called on one recently and the guy's like, oh, I sold that to play it again, so it's not mine anymore. I was like, okay, well, it's mine now because yep. no one else wants it. He Perfect. doesn't want it. And so yeah, I'll take some acetone yeah. and try to rub that off because. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like scratch marks on things. I don't like things scribbled out. I'm just kind of weird about that. I remembered another disc story. Um, back when I was kind of newer, found a disc at our local park, and it was a Z Avenger SS. Okay. So Discraft's kind of champion plastic, kind of like a Maverick getaway hybrid, somewhere okay. somewhere in the middle there. So fairway driver, Pretty fairly straight. stable. Pretty straight. Um, and on the back, it said Chris somebody. I forgot his last name. I think it started with an M. And I don't have a phone. This was in giant Sharpie on the back of the flight plate. And I looked at it and I just died. I was like, great. So I have no way to contact you. So I just started throwing it a lot because I was like, you know, I cannot think of a cooler story than throwing it and him coming up and be like, hey, that's mine. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Like, yeah, here you it's go. It's why I've been throwing Let it. Let me mark my lie and you can walk away with it. It never happened. Yeah. But I threw it for a whole summer, hoping <laughs> that I would meet this Chris guy who didn't have a phone, yeah. and I could get it back to him. Now, if I if I don't ink a disc, that's my fault if I lose it. Like, mm-hmm. if I find one that's not inked, I will post it. Or if there's a Dropbox, I'll drop it in. You know, but uh, I and I always try to find the person. But if they don't ever get back to you, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try forever. You know, yeah. I will call the number or text the number on the back. Maybe call and then text, yeah, and then that's it. Like, I'm I'm probably up to eight or nine. I keep a lost and found pile at my house. Um, I call or I text when I find them, and if I don't get a hold of them, I put them in this pile. Yeah, and then when it gets big, I'll just you know post on Facebook or something. But I'm up to eight or nine right now. Do they ever get claimed? Sometimes. Yeah. Like I have an old ESP nuke. It's older than me that I found at Solitude that nobody answered on. I don't even think it'll fly, but it's still in this pile. So, no, they don't always get claimed. Yeah, there we go. But I'm, I half try. Yeah. No, and that's the right thing to do. We all know that's the right thing to do. Also, the right thing to do is ink your discs. Put your number on your disc. Uh, this might be controversial. Don't put your PDGA number on your disc. You mm. can put that on your disc, but put your phone number on your disc. Mm. If you expect people to get your disc back to you, put put a way for them to get it back to you. Like if you really don't care and you're just differentiating your disc for the sake of a tournament where you need to have it differentiated, okay, whatever. Uh, if you're if you're big germ and you've just got that stamp that you put on your discs, okay. A lot of people know who you are, you know, mm-hmm. or you can say like, "Whoa, this is a weird stamp on the back." Somebody might know who that is. Yeah. If you're Ted McGillicuddy and you, you, you're you rated similar to where I am, no one knows who you and are. You just write Ted. And even if they find you, yeah, and you find you write Ted and your PDGA number, okay, they can look you up by your number, but then what? That's true. It's not a, it's not a social network. Like people can't just reach out to you. Yeah. I won't say you're wrong or that I disagree. Oh, I know it's controversial because I know a lot of people that do this. But I just write to Lesbo big print on the front yeah and if anyone finds it who knows me i usually get it back if not then i don't yeah like my orange justice well and you've just accepted that Mm -hmm. because i wrote phone numbers on them for years and never got calls so i said whatever 
to Lesbo, big on top. I'll see it if it's in the air. I've had good success with getting them returned. Oh, but we've talked about this where we need to do that experiment of just writing a female name. A female name. Yeah, I'll just write, write my wife's name, put my totally number. Totally worked. Yeah. And we just need to go, like, just throw some discs and, and see leave. how many of them get returned. Let's let's do an experiment. Yeah, leave a Bill I will, and leave a Rachel. Yep, I will take some off the practice shelf. We will mark them. We will find out. Yeah. We'll do an actual experiment here. Yeah. Uh, and, and let's see what the difference is. Okay, deal. Science is happening. Science. I guess, yeah, that's scientific. Yeah, we'll have a control group. Yeah. Nice. All right. I guess we have to do some without a name, too, just a phone number. Oh, yeah. That, that's a control. Okay. All right, so we've got three. We've got a male name, an obviously male name, and obviously female name. Or gender gender neutral name. Oh. We could do, like, Sam or yeah. Alex or... Yeah. Or no name. I don't know. No name's probably more fair. If you hear Sam, do you think boy Both. or girl? Really? Yeah. Same, I think boy. Time. I've known a bunch of Sams that are girls, but I just think boy. Alex, I lean male. But. Yeah. And I think if I hear Kelly, I think girl, even though I've probably recently have met more Kellys that are guys. Yeah. But I just think girl. And it's probably just because I met more Sams when I was a kid that were boys and more Kellys that were girls when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we have to do no name to avoid. Yeah. And they've got to be like bias. Tiffany and like yeah. Jeffrey or something like that. Jeffrey. Like, yeah. Like. Clearly, no boy named Emily. Oh, he was a. Uh, That's cool. Where's he from? Norwegian. I no. bet male Ashley. Finnish. He's Finnish. I bet male Ashley's. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, to- totally related. <laughs> this has been. Uh, we're in left field spinning yeah. in circles. Yeah, we're recording this a little later than usual, <laughs> and that's okay. But hey, it's gonna get out. All right. Uh, right into us. Tell us about your 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 mournful disc stories and your just crazy disc stories. Uh, proamdiscgolf at gmail.com, facebook.com slash proamdiscgolf, Instagram at proamdiscgolf. And, uh, or, you know, we have an email address that's on our Facebook, or not, sorry, just like a regular P.O. box if you want to send us an actual letter. It's on our Facebook page. Um, but until next time, keep throwing plastic. Cheers. <laughs>